Your dream deserves to be shared with the world, and I'm here to teach you how to do it. I'm your host, Mary Diacitas, and on the Dreamers and Action Takers, we are going behind the scenes and giving you the tools and strategies that you need in order to create your dream into the reality. On Mondays, we will be going over a hype episode to give you a boost of energy that you need for the week. And on Wednesdays, you're going to be hearing from another dreamer who actually took action on that big thing that they wanted to put out into the world. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm honored that you're taking time to invest in yourself. And I cannot wait to hear the results that you get from this. Are you ready? Well, let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome y'all to the Dreamers and Action Takers podcast. I am pumped to have Jess Lynn with me today. She is, y'all, I already know you're going to love this girl, okay? Um, She is from upstate New York, and she has a business called Next Level Magic. And one of the things she does is she helps women drop the hustle, break the rules, and create six-figure businesses with magic. But I truly think that one of the most incredible things and impactful things about her is she's real. She's raw. She, um, says it like it is. And she shares the behind the scenes, which I know that y'all know we talk about here on the DNA podcast. So I'm so excited for you to get to know Jess and you to start to love her as much as I do. So welcome Jess. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to just be in your space and be able to share a little bit about my story and my journey and hopefully give you and your people some awesome takeaways that they can just run with and implement in their lives. Absolutely. Okay. So Jess and I had like the best conversation before we started running or uh, recording. And unfortunately y'all don't get to hear it, but like I told Jess, I was going to have her repeat so much of it. Um, so just, why don't you tell us a little bit about like, how did you get started in your business? All right. So I started my journey to online entrepreneurship in 2015. I was a bit of a party girl Uh, in college. I kind of got into just involved with some really unhealthy habits. I was drinking every single day. I ended up meeting my daughter's father, who was also a partier and drugs and alcohol kind of became a very predominant part of our life. Um, In 2013, I started to get really, really sick and the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. I was diagnosed about six months later with an autoimmune disease. And that's when I completely turned my life around. And at the time I was introduced to a friend who did network marketing. I had no idea what it was, um, but I partnered with a network marketing company in 2015 that centered, that was centered around health and wellness. And I didn't mean for it to take off the, the way that it did. And to me taking off was, you know, I just wanted to make it my full-time thing. Once I kind of hit the ground running with it and I was like, oh my gosh, I could help other people do this too. Um, it kind of became just a mission of mine to let other women like me know that like their past and present circumstances did not have to define the potential that they have the ability to tap into and what they could do with their life. Um, and so by the grace of God, but also a lot of masculine, massive action. And this is, you know, kind of the opposite of what I teach my clients to do now. But I mean, I was pedal to the metal, just like going all in on my business and was able to replace my corporate income with the income that I had earned through that company. Uh, I also, that year that I quit my corporate job, gave birth to my daughter, my beautiful little girl, Reagan Bell. She's five and in school now. Um, But what I started to notice was that 
I had been in the game at this point for two years going on three and my, I, I just was so burnt out. It was like, you know, I had one part of my life that was totally out of congruency with where I wanted to go. My daughter's father, unfortunately, about a year after my daughter was born, kind of fell back into some unhealthy habits. And so I felt like I was showing up as one person in the online space and for my business. But behind the scenes, I was just falling apart. I, you know, had, I knew that I was probably going to become a single mom very soon. Um, I was pouring probably 12 to 16 hours a day, seven days a week into my network marketing business and seeing it go backwards. Right. And so I was starting to get resentful towards the behaviors and to other people that were successful in the company, because I couldn't understand why they were saying they were running these businesses for two, three hours a day, making multiple six and seven figures. And here I am working 16 hours a day, seven days a week, sending a hundred invites to strangers, which no one loves to do. Okay. And my business was going backwards. And so I was $29,000 in consumer debt, overdrawing my account every other week, because while it's, I was making $30,000 a year in upstate New York, that doesn't get you very far here. <laughs> it's basically pennies. Um, but I maxed out my last credit card to hire a mentor. And this mentor did a lot of work around manifestation, quantum physics, energetics. And I hired her based on just one phone conversation. Once I paid her, which was of course made me want to vomit because it was more than my mortgage payment at the time. And I maxed out my credit cards and I'm like, I'm like, this is my Hail Mary. Like if this does not work out, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, I immediately on our first call was like, dear Lord, I just signed up for some weird voodoo shit. And, but at that point I was like, well, you're committed. You just spent your last dollar on this person. So you're committed. And like, you're going to go all in. I'm an all in person. And like, if I desire something, there's nothing I won't do to get it done. And within three months of working with her, every, it was like everything changed and nothing changed. It was like all of a sudden the sky was more blue. The grass was greener. I was really taking time to like be a present mom. I was taking the time to do the things that I saw myself doing, you know, down the road. I think so often in entrepreneurship, we're taught that we have to sacrifice, you know, oh, you have to sacrifice the family dinners or the, the outings with friends or sacrifice the Netflix, the fake it to you, make it lifestyle. And it's like, well, how long do you do that for? How long do you con continue to sacrifice these things? Because if your desire is to live in abundant and joy-filled and balanced life, but all you're doing is burning yourself out, burning the candle at both ends, feeling resentful, well, those two frequencies are never going to cross. And so I literally, my mentor was like, you're going to delete everything. She's like, you're not going to do hundred invites anymore. You're gonna, like, she's like, you literally have to reprogram your subconscious mind to do things backwards. And she's like, you're not seeing success doing it the way that you're doing it right now. So why not do things that you love? And even if you don't see success, well, guess what? You get to have more fun living your life. So I was like, you know what? You're right. And for the first time I finally felt grounded and I felt joy and I felt at peace. And I really started to feel like no matter what happened in my life, that I was going to be supported. I had been raised super Christian my entire life up until that point. And I think it was a massive shift into also really finally feeling like I had a relationship with God and it, it stemmed from diving deeper into my spirituality. And so about a year, not even years, like eight months into working with my mentor, I realized that I was talking about all these things, gratitude, energy work, raising your frequency, disrupting unconscious patterns that you didn't even know were there, unraveling limiting beliefs. And she was signing up all these one-on-one -on -one clients. 
And so I was like, oh, shoot. I like, if all my people are signing up with her, like I need to do this. And so I launched the business on a whim. I launched it on a Google drive document. Uh, and this was two months after I left my daughter's father. So I left my daughter's father, went to Florida, was in Florida for about two months, decided to launch this business on a Google drive document on a whim. And I said, I want to help eight women. I just want to help eight women. It was the most unorganized launch ever, but it was the most aligned launch because it was so intentional and just so like purpose-driven. And I filled out my first launch. And from there, it's kind of just taken on a life of its own. And here I am two years later as a still a single mom running a six figure business with a lot more ease than I used to (laughs) way back when. (laughs) Holy cow. Oh my gosh. There's so many things that like, I want to dive into and like touch on with that. But I think the biggest one that you talked about, because I see it so many times with clients and friends and just people in general is that not, you're not living in congruency. And so you say you want one thing, but you're doing the exact opposite. And it's like, I'm not getting the result that I want. And it's like, well, let's look at this for a second here. And so the fact that you were able to do that and like, I just want to highlight and like kudos and like air horn. Oh, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Like air horn and like all the things to you, the fact that like, you were in a situation that like, let's just call it what it is. It sucked. It was like a sucky situation, but you went and you did like what you could with what you had. You didn't stay in that. You weren't like, well, screw it. Like, you know, I just, this, this just means that I'm not supposed to be a business owner. This just means whatever I need to go do something completely else. Like, you know, maybe I need to go back to my corporate job because at least I was getting a paycheck with it but you continue to show up and you continue to do the things that you needed to do in order for you to create the life that you wanted. So I just want to like do all of the like praise and like you freaking did it. And that's incredible. And such a testimony to like you showing up all the things that you can do. And so congrats. Um, Thank you. You're so welcome. Um, but I want like, can you talk a little bit about like you know, obviously you had talked about not being aligned, you know, doing the things, but just like, it's not, it's not working out. What would you say was like the biggest, like turning point for you and even being able to do that? I I think honestly, it was, it was full surrender. And I think this is, you know, no matter what you choose to do in your path of entrepreneurship, I truly believe that there's so much power in mentorship and in a rule that I choose to live by now having hired a mentor when really it didn't make logical sense to hire one based on my financial situation was, you know, to hire someone who is one to two steps beyond where you are, because you're going to, they hold the the key to the codes that you need to unlock. Right. And it allows you to collapse, to collapse time. And I think the biggest thing was really, truly surrendering and being coachable and just trusting that because I saw her doing it and, and I didn't have to do it her way. I think that's a powerful thing too, is that, you know, run so far away from people that tell you, if you don't, if you, if, if you don't do it their way, you're going to fail. No, because everyone has a different subconscious blueprint. Um, but, but finding a mentor that's willing to work with you to unravel the process enough to get you on the right path. Right. And to guide you and hold the space for you long enough to, to get you to where you want to go. And also knowing that you're in control of your success, right? There's nothing anyone else can say or do. Um, but I think that surrender 
and just trusting in the process. Because when you're used to doing a hundred invites a day, because your uplines are telling you, you know, if you're not seeing the results that you want, you need to stop watching Netflix and do more invites. But then I'm like, I'm doing a hundred invites a day and I'm hardly sleeping. And I have an infant, like, and then for your mentor that you just invested thousands of dollars with to be like, you're not going to do any of it. And I just need you to trust me. It's scary. But I also had to get really clear on the vision, right? And the vision of like what I wanted and not just the vision of the income that I wanted to make, but it was around the impact that I wanted to make and the energy of the person that leaves that impact. And so it was like, what does her hair look like? What kind of clothes does she wear? What's her physiology? What does she do every single day? Does she wake up out of bed and is she like super high vibe? Is she singing and is she dancing? Is she getting outside and playing? What is her language? Does she speak the way that she wants to speak, right? And we kind of talked about that a little bit with the professionalism, right? Like we live in a society that our entire lives, the establishment has taught us that we've been conditioned, so to speak, that, you know, you have to show, you have to be professional by going to college, getting the nine to five, living that white picket fence life. And then, you know, you have to show up to your nine to five, like with a curated version of you and watch what you say. And then we try to apply that to our online businesses. And we wonder why we're not seeing success. It's because we're showing up the way that we are taught we should, but I always say never should ourselves. We only ever good ourselves because if what you're doing in your business feels good and it feels good to you, it's going to feel good to your soulmate clients. So I think it was really getting the, the surrender component for sure, getting clear on that version of me that I wanted to become and then showing up as her the best that I could consistently over time, those subtle shifts over time. So I feel like I just went to church. Like you're just over here, like dropping so many truth bombs and I'm like, Come on, girl, let's go. Thank you. It's so true too. And I think it's something that is so hard for people because a lot of times, you know, you said it was with your uplines, but like you hire a coach, you watch a YouTube video, maybe it's your upline, whatever it is. And it's like these people who have the results that I want are telling me to do this thing and I am not getting the result that I'm looking for. And I saw that last year because I've shared about this before, but like, I got told no 1600 times like that I counted. And for six months, I could not close a single client after I already had a six figure marketing agent, social media marketing agency. Yet with coaching, I couldn't show up at all. And it's because I hired a mentor and I was trying to do it their way. And it didn't have anything like it didn't have my personality. It didn't have anything. And it felt weird. It felt uncomfortable. It was awkward. It wasn't me. And I'm sending all these freaking DMs. I'm talking to people. I'm showing up online, but I'm like, the reality is like, I'm not seeing any results, but it was when I got to the point where I'm like, this isn't working. So I may as well just do it my way. And like got more clarity on like, is this even what I want to do? Like, do I want to be in front of my computer for 12, 14 hours a day? And I'm like, absolutely not. That's miserable. Yes. Yes. And I think that's a huge thing too. Like so many times people forget that like we are our business. Right. And so for me, like anything I do is an investment in me and it's an investment in the long-term vision. Like I was out and about today getting my nails done and getting a spray tan. You best believe that's a part of my business. Am I, you know, is it necessarily an ROI returning investment where I could say, you know, if I were to track it, it would turn the needle forward. It would be kind of hard to track that. But in terms of like, people who watch my stories and see the life that I live, 
getting my nails done. I feel better like talking with my hands because I'm Italian and I talk with my hands when my nails are done. Like when I have a spray tan because I'm on my Instagram stories all the time, like those things are a part of our business. And I like, yeah, I don't want to be behind the computer screen eight hours a day. Like if I, if I did that, I would be so exhausted and, and sober, <laughs> so burnt out. And it's like, what's the life that you want to live? And it does, it's not going to happen necessarily overnight. You know, like you, I'm not going to sit here and bullshit people and say, you, you know, if you believe in it enough, you can quit your corporate job right now. And then tomorrow you could be showing up for two hours a day, only four days a week. No, but it's like, what do you have to do every single day consistently in, in this area of your life until that area becomes a standard. Well, now focus on making this area of your life, you know, bridge the gap. Where are you now? Where do you want to be? What do you have to do to get there? And you, it would be illogical to assume that you're going to change every area of your life. That's out of congruency all at once. doesn't make sense, but over time, eventually, you, you know, maybe you start your business and you show up four hours a day while you work a corporate job. And then you take, go part-time at your corporate job. And then you work eight hours a day on your business, right? So yeah, it might be 12 hours a day at first, but if you're doing things that feel good in your business, it's going to be worth it. And mm -hmm. why spend eight hours a day building someone else's dream when you can pour that eight, eight hours a day into yours? It just doesn't, it, that has never made sense to me ever. Mm -hmm. Not at all. I love that. And two, it's like, if it's focusing on those needle moving tasks too, which I think sometimes people forget. And I've even been in seasons too, where I'm like, I literally have like been at my computer for four hours today. But the fact is I was scrolling through like Facebook or Pinterest and I'm like, or I'm scrolling through reels and I'm like, I'm doing research. And it's like, that's bullshit, Mary. Like you're not doing research. You're wasting time. Like maybe you're doing research for the first 30 minutes. And then after that, you're literally just wasting time. So it's like, yes, show up, show up as for what you want, doing the things that you know, you need to do, because it's also a load of garbage. Just saying it, like you said, if you're going to quit your job and just believe it hard enough that it's going to happen, it's like, there's two parts to this here. And you've highlighted that so perfectly through your life of the fact that like, you have to have the belief. You have to believe, you have to be crazy enough to believe that it could happen or stupid enough, crazy enough, whatever, to believe that it could happen. But then you also have to do the freaking work for that vision and for that dream in order for it to be your reality. Yes, yes. And I think, you know, one of the, the things that I work on specifically with my clients in the beginning, especially if they're kind of at a, at a place where I used to be right now, a lot of the clients that I work with now, I'm like, wow, it's like a next level version of ease. Cause it honestly sometimes feels like girl talk on a lot of our calls, because a lot, a lot of times when we get to a certain level in, in the business, whether it's the coaching industry or whatever industry you're in, like you really just hire someone whose energy you vibe with and, and to hold you ac accountable or to have someone to be a sounding board for you. Right. But every, I still get a lot of clients that are at the point in their business where they're like, I'm doing all the things I'm burnt out. What do I do? What did you do? And after like taking a deeper dive into their behaviors, I will say to them, okay, we need to do the three D's delegate, delete, do less of. And of course, not everyone's in a position in their business where they can financially delegate things out like a VA, a graphic designer, an OBM. But I always say, start small, hire someone to come clean your house one day a month. Like if you are a single mom or you don't even have to be a single mom. If you are, you know, in a, you live in a house and it cleaning your house is taking time away that you can pour into your business. 
spend hundred dollars a month to hire a cleaning lady, right? And like start small, but start to create the pattern around delegation. It also helps you let go of that perfectionism with a, which a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with, right? And then also looking at those behaviors and saying, what behaviors are you doing that aren't yielding you any results in your business, right? Those are the ones that we're gonna delete. Okay. Cause like, there's no point in doing them. They're not yielding you any positive results. You're kind of just doing them because you think that you have to. And then ultimately the do less ones, right? I'll use inviting for example, right? Now I hire someone to do connect, to, to touch base with people on my Instagram. So I have someone where when I get a new follower or a lot of engagement, I have like my right-hand man basically will shoot them a message. Hey, thank you so much for being here. And then I take over the conversation based on like where it goes. But, you know, because for me to have as a single mom, I don't want to be, I don't, I don't choose to have the time to message all those people, but being an entrepreneur in the online space, you want to be building those relationships and, and those connections. And when you have 20 plus fo 20,000 followers on your Instagram, you need to make sure that you're still doing those needle moving activities. But back in my network marketing days, there are coaches that could do hundred invites a day. And because they're making multiple millions of dollars a year, those hundred invites a day feel good to them because they see the results. Right. But then those coaches that are doing hundred invites a day and not seeing the results, well, there's an energetic component to it. If you're just sending hundred invites a day with no intention or potency behind it, they're going to be meaningless. So you might need to do less invites. And instead of doing hundred, try doing 50. And then if 50 still feels like too much, try doing 25. And it's all about finding that sweet spot, right? And so it's that doing less of, do less of the things in your business that don't bring you joy until eventually you lock it in and they start to bring you joy. And they might not be something that you're like, oh my God, I can't wait to do this every single day. But when you do them, and you've created the pattern that when I do this behavior, it yields me this result. And I love the result. You start to feel better about doing it. And that's the whole, that's the vibe, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's how you motivate yourself to do the things that you don't like to do, because let's yeah. be honest, there's things in your business that you really enjoy doing and are really fun. And there's things in your business that you don't enjoy doing. But at the end of the day, if it helps you get closer to your goal, then like do the freaking thing or go to your three D's, which I love that and figure out a way to make it work wherever you are in your business, but figure out a way to make it work. Maybe right now it's just like, this is a season. This is a season where I still have to send those first DMs, send those invites. And then I know that I can hire somebody else who's aligned with me to be able to do it. Or it's like, wait, I have the cash flow. I can do it. I know this is going to help me scale and make more money than like absolutely hire somebody else to do it. So that's yeah. huge. And um, go ahead. I was going to say, and I think too, a lot of times people forget that, like, we have to make business decisions in alignment with our highest self. Right. So like when I first became a single mom, I had sole custody of my daughter until her father got on, you know, got on track and like, shout out to him. We co-parent wonderfully. Like, I know I kind of feel like maybe I gave him better in the beginning. Like him and I are wonderful friends. We co-parent beautifully. My daughter is so blessed. Like so grateful for like the work that he's been doing in his life, but I had sole custody of her in, in the beginning while like he was trying to figure things out and she wasn't in school at the time she was two. And it was terrifying for me to spend $200 a week on childcare. And I mean, that's like low here, like, you know, like it's normally like you're looking at like a, a mortgage payment for childcare here usually. But I, I kept, I just, every time I'd, I'd write that check, I would just be so grateful. And I would like, I would thank God before the money even came. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you for the money, right? Cause like I was still in the really be beginning stages of my business where yes, I was 
making good money, but not what I'm making now. And it's scary as a single mom. And I would, I would pay that money knowing that that was getting me one step closer to the version that I am today. Right. And with a lot of my, one of my, my newest clients, she has like, I don't even know, like almost 300,000 followers on her TikTok, Right. And like, she has like quadruple the amount of her in her Facebook group as I do. And she hired me because she was struggling to make sales. And so I was looking at, at her systems on our, you know, this was before she even hired me. Right. It was kind of like, just, we got together and she was like, oh, you know, well, like I let this person pay with this Facebook, Facebook pay or this person pay with Venmo or this one with, and I'm like, girl, you need like to just link your webpage to, to business, to PayPal business. And she goes, yeah, but they charge a fee. And I'm like, girl, we do everything based on our highest self. I'm like, when you're making six figures a year, you're going to be grateful for those PayPal business fees. Cause those are our write-off. And so she, you know, mate, I gave her a bunch of other tips that were scary to her. Cause she had just quit her job to pour into her coach, like her coaching business. Like she was all in, you know, she's a, a single mom of multiple and she made those subtle shifts. And I was like, what do you need to, like, what do you need to bring into your business to hit your baseline? So you don't have to go back to your job. And she told me what that number was. She made those subtle shifts. She freaking scary as hell. Cause she was like, I don't even know where this money's going to come from and I'm going to do it. Right. And boom, within a freaking week made what she needed to make. And it was like, and I was like, and that's why we take action in alignment with our highest self, even if it's scary as shit. And then, and I'm not going to sit here and say like, if you're at you know, like if you're new in this, don't go and hire a mentor. That's a hundred thousand dollars for a three month mentorship. That That's silly. But if, if you see a mentor and it's, you know, you, maybe you have to put it on a credit card or do a payment plan or whatever, because it's feasible, it might scare you, but it's feasible. Do it. Cause your higher self is guiding you and you just have to trust it. You just have to trust it. That's so true too. And the fact that like we, as humans, our brain's job is to protect us. And so when our brain sees, oh, I'm going to spend $5,000 on this coach, our brain also knows how much we're bringing in every month. And our brain knows that, um, oh, well, anytime you get more money, like you go out and you spend all of it, you get yourself back in debt, which brings pressure. And then you get in fights with your family and then things are worse. And then you're in your bed crying and like, you can't even get up because it's money's fault. So I'm not going to make any more money because this is the result of it. And it's like, all right, boo-boo. All right, let's break this down for a second. Like one is not a direct effect of the other. These are subconscious things that you were doing. And when you have the awareness of it, you can break through them. And it's like, you can live in your highest self. You can still invest in the coach. Again, that makes sense for you. Like, let's not live completely outside of our means. There's a difference between like discernment and like being stupid. And so looking at all of that and truly being able to like, you're always going to be scared. That's, that's just my, that's my new decision. Like I'm, I think I'm going to be uncomfortable for the rest of my life staying in this field. <laughs> I'm, I wake up, there's a, a part in every day that I'm scared. You know, it's like, cause that's, that's normal for us because we're, we set huge goals for ourselves and we put them on a pedestal, right? No matter how hard we try to say that we don't, we always do. And then when we think about the pedestal, every time we're like, and it's, I think it's just working through that. It's, it's, it's relying on your skill set enough and to know that you've done enough of the work and that you trust the work that you're doing enough to get you through those uncomfortable moments. Because yes, we're going to live uncomfortable for the rest of our lives, but we're also going to live uncomfortable and live lives that most people dream of, right? So it's like that uncomfortableness, that uncertainty is what's going to allow us to live lives that most people would give anything to live. 
except they won't give anything to live it because they're still not doing the things that they need to be doing to do it. <laughs> Literally. I think about it too. And I'm like, and so crazy. And I want to hear your perspective on this is like, I don't feel like I've done anything that's like ridiculously like insane or like huge. I think I've done a lot of really small things, but I think I've taken steps every single day. And I got to a point this week where I like looked back on my life the past two years and I'm like, how on earth did I get here? And so I'd love to hear if like you feel the same way on where you're at. Yes. Well, I think, you know, we tend to overestimate what we can do in a year and underestimate what we can do in 10. Right. And it's, I kind of touched on collapsing time earlier and, you know, we are, when we are in it, it feels like it's taking so long, right? Like a year feels like it's taking so long until you get to the end of the year. And then you're like, holy shit, where did the time go? Right. Um, but the beautiful thing about manifestation and a, a huge component with aligned action is that we don't want the manifestation. We become the manifestation in order. And when we become something, we normalize it. And so we will be sitting in our manifestation. We will be literally sitting in the vision that we once thought was impossible. And we won't even realize it until, I don't know, 15 minutes later when you're standing in the shower and all of a sudden you start sobbing. Cause you're like, Oh my God, 15 minutes ago when I was sitting on the couch and I opened my messages and there were all these girls tagging me in their Instagram stories. Cause they were in my masterclass and they were loving it. I saw that vision a year ago and here I am. And I think, and it was so normal. And then I'm like breaking down in the shower 15 minutes later, because I missed the moment, right? Like, cause it becomes so normal. You normalize it. And it's, that is the, the potency of the subtle shifts over time. We do them so consistently in their small behaviors. Like if someone were to ask us how we do it, it's like, yes, I could maybe give you the guidelines around how I do it, but I couldn't actually tell you how I did it. Right. Like it, it becomes so much a part of who we are that it becomes ingrained in our DNA. So it's almost difficult to explain what your behaviors are. What are like, what are the, it's like, cause it's just who I am, but yes, we normalize it. It gets to a, a state of like, oh my God, it's just a, a normal part of our life. And that's how manifestation works because we can't want it. Cause when we want it, we're saying we don't have it and we're putting it on the pedestal, right? When we normalize it, we're on the same frequency as it. And so we're like, oh, and so whenever my clients struggle with this, cause you know, gratitude is a gratitude celebration like super powerful frequencies. Right. And, you know, my clients that'll be sitting at, you know, 11 K months or, you know, whatever, like they'll be like, I, I'm, I love, I'm, I'm trying to be grateful for it, but I'm ready for it for more. Right. And I'm like, why don't you just be grateful for the fact that 11.5 K feels normal to you? And they're like, Oh, wow. And I'm like, yes, the fact that that feels normal to you, like massive gratitude for it being normal, because once you've normalized that as your standard, you only, you know, as a pattern, as an entrepreneur, it's only up from here. So mm-hmm. it, it's, you're destined to hit the bigger goals. So don't worry about when, just keep doing what you've been doing and you're going to get there. It's so good. It's so true. And I even wanted to touch on this too, of like normalizing it. And one of my favorite things to do is, so my dream car is an Audi, one Ooh. Audi, right? And so I got to the point where I was like, it just, it feels like too much. Like, I don't know who am I? I grew up in small town, Texas. Like I can't, I can't have this car. And I don't know if I heard a podcast episode or something, but I got this idea and I was like, I'm going to go test drive it. I'm just, I'm going to go to the Audi dealership and I'm just going to go test drive it. And I told one of my friends and they're like, why? And I'm like, because I want it to be my, it is my normal. Like you cannot convince me that I'm not going to get that car. 
I don't know when exactly it's going to happen. I don't want to like, you know, I have some income goals that I want to hit. I want to make sure it's a smart decision, like all of that, whatever. It's not my biggest goal, but like I'm getting that car. So why would I not test drive my car? And so it was like making it normal. And it was like, oh my gosh. So I've done it twice now. And like, it's so fun. <laughs> to the vibe energy. And oh, I love the synchronicities. And this will actually be a perfect segue because I know that you wanted me to talk about my November to remember. So leading into my November to remember, I had booked a, one of my, my vision board goals for the year was to go, you know, go, well, Tulum was a retreat, um, was a, a vision board goal for me. And my mentor was doing a retreat in Tulum. Well, a month before the retreat, I live in the country. So I live in upstate New York, which is in the country. I hit, a deer hit me. Okay. I drive a white Jeep Cherokee. The reason I went with white is because my dream vehicle is a white Range Rover with tan leather interior. Right. Okay. And I upgraded to the Jeep Cherokee. It was kind of new in the single momness and how I even manifested that. Cause I shouldn't have been approved for it is another story. It's, it's a great one though. Um, but the deer hit me. And so of course I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm leaving for Tulum in a month. Like my family's coming in. Cause they're going to help me with my daughter. Like, and it was just like kind of one thing after the other. Right. But <laughs> the stars aligned and my insurance company paid for 50% of a rental car. Right. And so I basically said like, listen, can I upgrade and pay the difference to drive a Range Rover? for a week because I had to have it for a week. And they were like, you know what? Yeah, we'll see if we can find a Range Rover. We don't normally have them in this area because it's a smaller area. They don't normally get luxury vehicles, but we'll keep an eye out and we'll give you a call a couple of days before you're supposed to come pick up the rental and bring your car to the shop. And we'll see what we can do. Well, it wasn't a Range Rover, but it was a Discovery. So it was a Land Rover Discovery. So it was pretty close and it was white with tan leather interior. I didn't even ask for a specific color, but it was. And so I drove that car to Pittsburgh to go meet one of my clients before getting on my plane to go to Tulum. And I driving that for five ish days, however many days it was, it was, I normalized it. Right. And then I remember when I dropped it off and then I got into my Jeep, I was almost like, I'm, ha I'm grateful that I, I'm back in my Jeep. But I also was like, I was vibing here and now I'm feeling out of alignment here. So anywho, Tulum, I had gotten to Tulum, celebrated my biggest month ever. It was like 50, I don't even know what it was, 52,000 in cash and man, like manifested cash, cash and sales, right? So not like actually like just cash, but also sales. So I was celebrating with my mentor. I started to feel sick in Tulum and like the, by everyone's biggest fear is getting the illness that was made famous in 2020 while you're in another country, especially for me, because I'm like, my daughter's back in New York. Like I will do anything to get back to my daughter. So I was like, you know, well, we're in Mexico. Like how much am I willing to dip into my savings to maybe like, Hey, can we make this negative? Like, you know, whatever, just get me back home to my kid. Right. Thankfully, by the grace of God, I test negative for Rona. Like, thank you, God. Okay. I don't know how, but in my mind, I'm like, I don't know. This is just weird. My glands were swollen, all the things. So I get home, I go to urgent care. They put me on steroids. I finally start to feel better. And then boom, my grandma calls me, tells me she tested positive for COVID. So I go out, go to the drive-thru at the pharmacy, get an at-home test. And lo and behold, I'm positive for COVID and all of them. So I had just come from celebrating my biggest month ever in Mexico with my mentor in Tulum, like five and high to now I am on the couch, literally like unable to do that. I had almost every symptom in the book, like no, no taste, no smell, like fever, body aches, my 
face, like my head hurt so bad that the skin on my face hurt. Like that's how bad it was. Okay. And I'm someone that like, I live a healthy lifestyle. The last time I was sick, sick was six years ago. Like it would like, it took me out, took me out, took my roommate out. My daughter had it crazy. So the, I'm in the middle of a launch, right? It's black Friday, cyber Monday holiday. Like I'm doing nothing, literally nothing. Cancel all my client calls, like literally do nothing. There's two days left in the month. And all of a sudden it's like, life. I don't even know. Like the angels were like bestowing glory upon me. And I was like, you know what? Like, I feel good. I'm going to get back into the swing of things. And I start, I just, I trusted my energetic minimum is no matter what I hit 8,500 a month. Like that is just like, I did a lot of work with my mentor over the last year to really just like trust that like your standard is there no matter what. So the more you stress about it, the more you push it away. And like, if you just trust that your internal thermostat is that your people are going to come. Well, I'd been sitting at $4,000 for the entire month in cash. So I went from like my biggest cash month and my biggest month in sales to my lowest. What I had found though, and this is a really kind of cool, like money mindset tip is that as I neared the end of the month and it was those final two days of the month, when I was sick on the couch, the farthest thing from my mind was what my income was. The only thing that I cared about was getting better and getting back to the version of me that does the things that I love to do and getting back to my clients and like the, in the life that I want to live, like money and success is great. But at the end of the day, like we can't take that with us where we're going. Right. And like, I love what I do so much. Like when I wake up every day and put my feet on the ground, I'm excited. And the fact that like, I couldn't do that for the month of November, like I was so sick that my income was the farthest thing from my mind. And so when those final two days approached, I, what I realized is that there was no fear around my income. There was no anxiety. There was no resentment. I was so grateful. Cause I was like, Jesslyn, you literally did nothing. You're an energetic match for doing nothing in your business and still making $4,000. Like when's the last time anyone's ever done nothing and still made $4,000. Right. And so I was, I, I found like so much gratitude and peace around it. And I was like three days ago, you didn't give a shit what your income was. You just want to feel better. So why are you going to worry about it now that you feel good. If anything, the fact that you feel good, you should worry about your income less. And so I made it no big deal. And I just started showing up as that version of me. And in those two days, I had three clients paying full for a mastermind and one paying full for a program and ended up ending the month at just over 10 K. And it was like, was it my biggest month? No, but it was definitely far from my lowest. And it was really just the fact that my internal thermostat is always set at a certain number. And I am, I, I show up as the version of me that manifests and attracts that every single month as a no brainer. Um, but yeah, I've been calling it the November to remember. Cause it was like, I came out of a dark hole and like some spiritual rebirth and awakening. And I, I'm so grateful for it. I mean, it was definitely a tumultuous month when I was in the middle of, of the illness, but I have a, a completely different perspective and a completely different appreciation and gratitude around it and around it now for sure. That's huge. There's so many things with that too, that I'm just like, your story's incredible. And I love the fact that you like highlighted it and talked about it. And the thing that I think is most like the biggest lesson, the biggest thing to take from it is the fact that when you didn't have fear in it, um, like there was no fear about like, is my daughter going to be able to like get the things that she needs? Am I going to be able to do this? No, it was pure faith and knowing, but also there's so many times where you see it's the last two days of the month and somebody, you could have had the opposite effect. You could have had the opposite mindset of like, 
I'm just a freaking failure. If I was better that I wouldn't have gotten sick. If I would have fill in the blank and I'm just going to give up. Like, there's no point. Like, at least I didn't have a $0 a month. Like, you know, I made $4,000, but it was like, you accepted the reality for what it is, but then you're like, I'm still going to show up in the place that I want to be. Yeah. And I think that that's huge. And you didn't just, you weren't effect to life. You were yeah. caused to what you could control. And that is like ginormous. Yes. Yes. I always say, you know, we want to be the cause, not the effect, right? Like what side are you on? Cause it's like how you show up is what you create. And what, and what I found was really powerful too, is me showing up in that capacity, the amount of messages that I received from people that were just like, holy smokes, like I, cause I also do dance celebrations. Like, so anyone who enrolls, I do like a dance party and I like tag them in my stories. Right. And like, it also is like smart marketing, right? Like little tip for marketing is like, it creates FOMO people that you've been talking to on the back end. They see, you know, Oh, I went from five spots available to four to three. Right. And like, there's, you're celebrating all these other people. And like the people that you've been talking with who are on the fence, they're like, Ooh, I want that too. You know? And what it created was like this energy around like people that were really struggling to show up just even when they felt good, right? They're like, the fact that you literally came out of COVID and then for the last two days showed up like a motherfucker, like it's, it's inspiring. And it inspires people at a level of like, holy smokes, if she can do this coming out of like that, what is stopping me when I'm fully healthy, fully capable? Like what, like what is stopping me? And it forces them to reassess and realign. And, and, and I think, yes, it triggers some people, but I think ultimately it is going to inspire your people. Yes. It is definitely going to inspire your people. And it's also a good awareness too. If you're looking for something to be upset about, you're going to find it. If you're looking for something to prove that your, what you can create your version of reality is possible, you're going to find it. So it's like, whatever you believe you're right, your truth is yours. And like, yeah. How do you want to show up in that? So absolutely. Absolutely. 110% agree. Absolutely. Love it. All right, Jess, well, if somebody is like listening to this and they're like, um, I need more of all of this in my life, how can they get in contact with you? And like, tell us a little bit about how they could work with you. Oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, I predominantly use Instagram. It's just kind of like my main means of everything. So I am at it's it's dot j-e-s dot l-y-n on instagram so at it's jess lynn on instagram you can find me there i have a link in my bio that has links to everything i do primarily one-on-one in group coaching so i have two spots available for my 2022 quarter one waitlist. So I have all my spots filled out for my one-on-one for the rest of the year, but come January, I have two spots open. Uh, so if you're looking for a high level mentor, I have two spots available for that, uh, as well as my group coaching program that starts on 1-11-2022. I have 11 total spots, but I have four that are left open. So if you're looking for a high level group coaching mastermind, you get four group coaching calls, you get three one-on-one calls, as well as lifetime access to two of my signature programs. So that is called the magic method. And that is open for enrollment. So through 111. So uh, that's really my, most of my programs. I have self-paced programs as well, but find me on Instagram. We can connect that way. Um, my, in, my website is in there as well. So, but I am so humbled and just grateful for the opportunity to be on your podcast and share some wins, wisdom and insight with, with your people. And so humbled for, you know, the opportunity to share my information. So thank you. Absolutely. This was seriously incredible. Um, also we're going to put her Instagram handle in the show notes. So you to like be able to grab that, but Jess, you are absolutely incredible. And you're somebody who's an inspiration to so many. 
I appreciate the fact that you share the real behind the scenes, um, that you share the fact that like there are ups and downs, you have the really high highs and you have some of the lows and both are normal, but it's, what are you still working towards? And your, your story is absolutely incredible what you've been able to do, where you're at, all of it. And so I'm so appreciative for you. Thank you for taking the time today to be able to share. I know that like you are showing up in such a big way for your clients. It's what you, um, it's what you do, how you show up your mindset, your belief, your faith, all of it. And so I appreciate you taking the time today and, uh, thanks for sharing your stories. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, y'all have an incredible rest of your day and uh, definitely check Jess out on Instagram. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of Dreamers and Action Takers. I'm honored that you are here, but before you go, I would love to give you a free gift. Would you take five minutes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review below so that we can get this podcast and information in the hands of more people. I have a dream of working with a hundred million women and helping them to share their dream with the world. And I know that I can't do it without you. So once you rate and leave a review, if you would send a screenshot of that to the email podcast at thedreamers.co, and I'll send you a free gift. It's basically a broken down sales cycle of how to talk about your product or service online and customize it to yourself to get clients in the door. So I'm honored that you joined me today. I cannot wait to see you for the next episode and I hope you have the most incredible day. I'll talk to you soon.